welcome to Godcast. I'm Amy Myers, and I'm here to share insights and discoveries that God shows to me so that I may bring the light of God into your world, into your day, and into any darkness you may be experiencing. I hope you're having a wonderful day, and today we'll talk a little bit about the treasure. I'm talking about a treasure and something in a way that's not necessarily is right up front in your mind about what this means. We're not talking about physical treasure, but sometimes God flips our understanding about different things to allow us to see them in a completely different way. And this is why I think sometimes people quote the verse that says that um, my ways are not your ways, describes the Lord. So this is one of the types of things that he's talking about, that his way is so much bigger and broader and more personal than we can sometimes imagine. So this was something that God's been cultivating in me lately, where he's just showing me beautiful insights about his heart into the heart of Jesus and his love for us as a way to just shift my perspective. And the more I press in and ask about these perspectives, his love just comes out more and more each and every time. And these treasures increase greatly. So one of these treasures was a moment I had recently when I was praying and asking Jesus, why did you keep the scars from the cross after your crucifixion? We know that in John chapter 20, he shows his shows people that he's alive after death on the cross and he shows his scars. So when I asked him, I sensed this loving smile come across his face and just all of him, I could feel a smile. And it's as if he was sitting next to me and to press in a little bit more, I followed up with this human reasoning type of a thought or question. So why keep them? When we know that those other people who are injured on this earth, perhaps from a scar, from a burn, or disfigured from some kind of trauma, so the Bible promises that in heaven there is no pain. So it would make sense that people wouldn't keep any scars of anything that happened to them on earth, any visible signs of their wounds. So I was honestly trying to understand why he would keep his. It was this authentic inquiry. And the next portion is sort of hard to describe unless you've really experienced something like this. But there was such a love that overwhelmed me and he gave me a sense of why. And it wasn't a strong, audible voice. It was more of a whole thought that quickly was present in my mind. You you hear it as if it is said and and you feel it. And perhaps you've just, you can have experienced something like this, a physical response you might feel inside when somebody you deeply care about shares something with you and you can just feel the love or excitement that they have or somebody who's in deep sorrow, maybe your child or some very close loved one. And you literally can feel like you're experiencing that same emotion that they're experiencing. It's that kind of deep, deep knowingness inside of me that I felt that day. And it was this nearness of Jesus that just kept getting stronger and stronger as if I could feel his deep, deep love. And this wasn't just like specific affection for me. I was getting just a touch of a glimpse of his deep, deep love for all people. And it's not like I could see him showing me his arm, but it was almost like I could, where he was showing me his arm with the scar, palm up, and saying, these are precious to me. They are a treasure to me. As if he's pointing at the scar on his wrist and and affectionately looking at it with a deep, deep love that I'm feeling. So he didn't view these scars as wounds. He saw them as beauty and completely different than how we 
relate to physical or emotional scars. See, Jesus loves so deeply that he treasures what he did for us. So as he's looking at his scars, he sees them with joy, not sorrow or regret, because it meant you and I didn't have to have these scars. His deep, beautiful love for you, for me, for every person was visible. I could just feel it, that Jesus was looking at his scars and just realizing, helping me realize how much he deeply loved each one of us. See, it's almost palpable for me, and I could barely breathe. And a verse came to my thought, and I know it was Jesus sort of putting it there in front of me, a couple of verses. One is in Hebrews, and it says, Jesus is the founder and perfecter of our faith, who is for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. See, Jesus wasn't just doing the will of the Father because he had to. That's not what this is about. The new perspective is that Jesus knew that with every single step, he was closer to rescuing you and me. With every step, all the years leading to this moment and all the years that could come long after it, he knew. See, he knew what he was about to do. It was way beyond the physical suffering that he experienced. For Jesus, every step he walked, he moved one step closer to rescuing his children from death. So those of you who have children, perhaps, or those of you who have a loved one that you feel so deeply toward, and you can imagine in your mind, like, what parent wouldn't increase in joy knowing that they were taking one step closer and closer to freeing their child from bondage and death that's trapped them. They would go to the ends of the earth to try to protect these children, to pull them from the pain and protect them from the pain and get their child rescued. And this is the kind of love that God has for us. He created us. He's our parent. He so deeply, deeply wants us back that he, with every single step, knew that once it was done, It was finished forever, and now we could be invited to just be held by him and rescued by him. So it's this different, intense, deep, abundant love that Jesus let me just get a glimpse of. It's like I could sense that he just longed to save us and longed to be with us forever. And it was joy in him that sent him to the cross. When they say it was his joy that was set before him, he was knowing that one day, He would hold you in his arms. And he says, I have you now. You're safe now. See, Jesus showed me a new perspective. He showed me that the scars are his treasure. It was the day he rescued each one of us, even though he knew not every child would want to be with him. He did it anyway. And some focus on the importance of remembering the gruesome pain Jesus endured on the cross. That is important. And his death brings everlasting life. And those things are all true. But what I want you to add to your perspective is to remember why Jesus put himself there. Why he had joy going to the cross in all of that pain and trauma. 
it wasn't to point out all of the sin that all of us have committed in some time in our life, whether we're aware of it or not, but we're quite aware that we carry something that's not perfect. No, Jesus went to point. It, the cross is meant to point to the one who saw all that sin over thousands of years, and still he chose to rescue us from it. So some might claim that they understand or even know the true Jesus, but to know Jesus is to know the magnificent love he has for the entire world. And it matters that we can know Jesus looks on his scars and what he did on the cross and, and thinks to us and thinks to himself that this is his treasure because we are his treasure. So we know that Jesus died for our sins and some of you may or may not believe that. And there are lots of ideas of what that means. Some even say that we should work really, really hard to make up for all the bad things we think or say or do, and this is a way to honor God. And we will work out our salvation, and somehow something we can do can make us perfect before God. The truth is, no one can do it perfectly enough or work hard enough or be good enough to get into heaven. See, this is the counterintuitive way of God. God chose to come down, and God chose to die for our sin for my sin, for your sin. This is the why of God loving you. See, those far from God and those near to God, those are the ones that he loves. He loves everyone. Not one of us is perfect, but that's okay because Jesus is. And he especially came for those who think no one even wants them or that God could never want them. See, Jesus said he didn't come for the healthy but he came for those who were sick and lost. Maybe today you feel so broken and hopeless and perhaps you want to believe Jesus is truly a loving God, but you're not quite sure. I'd like you to just think for a moment to go back and imagine Jesus looking at those scars on his wrist with a smile and love and deep affection. And can you imagine your name on his wrist right now. And I want you to imagine Jesus smiling in just this beautiful, loving way at your name. And he's saying, this, this is my treasure. You, you are his treasure. I know it can be hard to imagine somebody loving you that much, but he truly and honestly does. I also know that if you ask him to show you how much he loves you, he will. See, God has this deep, gut-wrenching, penetrating kind of love for each person wounded and trapped. And it was his full understanding of just how trapped we really are that made every step that day so much more important. And Jesus also knew it was more than what anyone would understand or realize even at that time, or even sometimes have a hard time understanding today. But what Jesus did that day was to show us and all those in the heavenly realms that forgiveness and love defeats evil. And it rescues people from the traps that imprison them and try to keep people away from the goodness of God. See, the beauty of this wisdom of God is that Satan cannot do these things. And he didn't expect God to do it this way. 
So God does not always work in ways that we as humans understand or expect. But it's why even now it feels so difficult to forgive others who injure us. It doesn't make sense to us. Yet Jesus knew every sin that had ever been committed and ever would be committed. He knew every person watching the crucifixion that day, many years ago, and he knew who would regret what they had done to him. But he's the one that put himself there because he's the one that knew joy would come from the end that was the beginning. He knew every person today and all the regrets we may have had. See, he treasures that he treasures the scars that he was having made that day. See the scars in his body. When he was having these scars in his body that day, he looked up to God in heaven and he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Even in that moment, Jesus could barely breathe and pain is searing through his body. But Jesus thought about us too. He thought about us in that moment. He knew where we would be. And he's saying, Father, they don't know. They don't know. But forgive them because I'm here for them. I've come to rescue them. Remember that. Remember that love. Because I'm sure there are times when you've said something that you feel badly about later. Or maybe you're living a lifestyle that you thought was going to be great because everybody around you was living it, but you're feeling empty right now. Or you pursued these dreams and ambitions and for a while they worked out well, or maybe they never worked out at all. See, we don't always know how our actions today or the things we do today will change our days far ahead. But the great news is that Jesus saw all of them and he deeply, deeply loves you. So with every step that Jesus took, he had a determined joy. He knew that his time on the cross had a limit and it was the, it was the who and the why that mattered to him. See, today, Jesus looks at those scars with joy because it was the day He showed us how much he truly and deeply loves us, and he loves you. See, for him, it marks the most wonderful day of his entire existence, even before he formed the earth. See, some people want crowns and accolades, but Jesus, he wants you with him forever in a place where there's no pain or sorrow, and he wants to replace the pain and brokenness of your life today as well. See, this is the light and the life that presses out darkness. Knowing what he did for you changes all that we can know and understand. Please listen tenderly to these next words. See, the creator of the world did that for you. He knows exactly and specifically every part of you. And he does not turn his head away from you. You can turn to Jesus and he will give you rest and he will rescue you from all the darkness that hinders your life. See, God's ways are not our ways. I know people say that, but I want you to really think about it. See, what if God's wisdom and guidance is altogether different and allows us to have a whole new way of looking at a moment or interaction with a person, or the circumstances we're in right now. 
So what if God's magnificent love and healing light showed us how to see our days right now? See, his ways might feel counterintuitive, but if we begin to ask God to show us his version of our moment or our interactions or our circumstances, perhaps we can begin to look through the lens of God loving you so much that he wants to show you his heart for you and how he sees a way out. So I just ask you, can you begin to ask God to open your eyes and your ears to see him in new ways and hear him in new ways so that you can come closer to who God truly is? I hope that you will. And I also would like you to remember a few things today. One, please remember God treasures you because he created you. Two, You are a treasure worth saving and celebrating. And finally, Jesus sees his sacrifice as a treasured reminder of his deep, everlasting, joyful love for you. So perhaps today you can wonder about God, even ask him to show you a new perspective. The Bible has many stories that reveal Jesus' love for people and the people he healed. Some are recorded in the sections titled Matthew or John. See, Jesus didn't love us one time on the cross. It's who Jesus is and how he loves people. Jesus is just alive today as he was after the cross. And on the day he created the world, So today, I pray that you would let your heart long for a deeper understanding of who God truly is and that God would show you how he loves you in a way that makes sense to your heart. This is Amy Myers. Thank you for joining me today on Godcast. May the light and love of God be a part of your day and your days to come.